Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Podcast for round two, Starburns joined by Cookson. Hello. Bender. Hello. Teach. Yeah, get on with it. Penal. Hi there. And Hadouken. Oh yeah. It's good to be back. I'm on all the drugs, baby. Phoenix. You can't prove it. <laughs> well, actually, <sighs> now, yeah, no, since, since you mentioned that, we kind of can prove it because ha- what happened in the last quarter we'll start with that game we'll go straight into the recap so what happened in the last quarter we weren't allowed to play before oh you fucking tired. joked it and happened, you went down messy that's what happens when everybody else gets match fitnesses for what three or four weeks beforehand we weren't allowed any it was blatantly unfair and clearly handing sydney some free points but you know they played well to come these grand finalists, we matched them all the way. I'm still pretty chuffed. Wow. And then it dropped out. Everyone's gone except you and Cookson. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's natural. I was just waxing on about Essendon. So. Yeah, they, they they've all just that. hung up. They've <laughs> <laughs> all gone. I, I would have left too. <laughs> Fucking Skype. Jesus. Looks like we're all back, so we'll just keep going with that. So we dropped out like Essendon did in the uh, second half there, did we? Basically, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, exactly. Yeah, very much like that. Well, the more important question is, did anyone think Essendon didn't play really well for three quarters? I didn't watch the game. I saw the score ticking over and thinking, oh, fuck this. Going to avoid big food kind of thing and <laughs> stay away. And then all of a sudden, oh, shit, Sydney won. Oh, you know, Heard got food, really? <laughs> no, I agree with you, Duncan, because I watched the first three quarters. Essendon played very, very well. I can't believe how much they ran out of gas. Yeah, it was bad. It fell away pretty bad. Even at the end of the third, there was a few signs that it was coming. So I wasn't hugely surprised, but Dwayne fuckhead Russell started going on. Oh, Oh, he's a cocksucker. I don't like him. If I had a dollar for every time one of those bonehead commentators said, gee, I worry about Essendon's legs. They're really going to drop off. They've had no (laughs) preseason. I'd have a fucking million dollars in the bank because they just kept going on about it. But that being said, how many players played all your preseason games that played? About four. Goddard did. Chapman did, I think. Yeah. Did. So Goddard played. What was his excuse for spunning it up late? Oh no, that was a fuck up. That was one of the worst fuck ups I've <laughs> ever seen you do. I I don't know what happened with that handball. I literally groaned out loud. Like, no. And yeah, it was a horrible yeah, game. But to watch. You, you Ch- Chapman you was invisible. You can't blame him because uh, they were very very uh, intent on the game because they had a fair bit of uh, incentive to win based on uh, what happened during the week, but they just ran out of gas. 
Yeah. Well, City should have had motivation to win after the last time they got their asses handed to them on the field. You know? No, Sydney just get money. The problem was Parker kept fucking up for Sydney. He was like an extra player for us, and then Buddy knocked him out. And so they went all right. That was a big hit too, by the way. The poor guy was messed up by it. But after that, that actually seemed to fire Sydney up a bit, funnily enough, seeing one of their own get pulled off like that. And that, that turned it around see for them. one of their own get pulled off like that. Yeah. Did you see? He got no, 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 bleeding no, no. for I the mouth. I just found your and... choice of words interesting because it's not the only time. <laughs> oh, sorry, Bosk's that, like That's this not the guy, only yeah. time that they would see that and get pumped up. <laughs> Um, not, not in Sydney. Not in Sydney. That's that's yeah, just a normal exactly. Saturday evening. Ooh. That's blood's culture. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think it wouldn't wind them up because they'd just be used to it by now, seeing guys getting pulled off by each other. Never gets old for them. What else we got on that game? Look, it was funny that the city supporters all of a sudden they're just like everyone else, booing heard every time he appeared on the scoreboard. Thought that was amusing. It's yeah, off. I thought that was pretty funny actually. I think I, I can't wait till uh, he arrives in Subi and he gets the almighty wrath of the uh, the West Australians that have nothing else to do but boo. Like you know, whether he's on the field or not, you know, like it's just going to be allowed. So just yeah, can you imagine oh, one of the quietest supporter bases in the league? Just wait till he gets. Yeah, I mean, you you guys boo for nothing. So exactly, you know. When we, it turns up, it's just going to be... Oh, There'll be flares. It, it'll be off the charts. <laughs> you have to have a cry on seven again like what he did last time when it happened to Job. <laughs> yeah, they, he he was very brave that night to get, to get off the field after that booing anyway. So that's when that's, that's when the brave calls began, didn't they? They, yeah. they, they were hashtag like, so know. brave. Yeah, yeah, I think it was that um that game in round three when Demetrius said Heard should be sacked, and then they went to Frio and beat the Dockers. That was when oh, they yeah. said Heard was so brave, and the team was brave. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, I thought Luke Darcy it. started it though. Like, yeah, some fuckhead commentator. Yeah, that's what it is. It's always that dickhead. Do we have anything else on it, Essendon, Sydney? It was a shit game. Really, uh, honestly. Can we also was... just point out that in his very first game, maybe Eddie Maguire was right and those academies are a bit ridiculous considering Heaney actually had a pretty good game first out? Yeah, he looked all right. Maybe. Depends if he turns into a Brownlow medalist, probably. I, the whole I mean, limiting players from certain areas to certain teams gave, what, Hawthorne how many premierships in the 80s? It's like... Yes. You know, yes. So uh, it's a bad idea. Back, Everyone should be have right. access to all the players. I mean, he, he was touted as the best midfield in the draft and likely to go top five if not for the academy so for them to get him after finishing second and get him with pick 17 or 18 is just sort of flies in the face of equalization i guess yeah so it's tip tip it buddy and now heaney in, everyone's in equal unless you're from new south wales mm. pretty much if there's nothing else we'll move on which of the scott brother smashings do we want to begin with <laughs> um... Long off. Long off, okay. <laughs> oh, We're both shit. Well, yes, but one of them's more amusingly shit because, well, Chris Scott's got a premiership to fall back on. Brad's got Jared Waite. <laughs> and Sean Higgins, who was near their best player. Yeah. yeah. Did you did you see the gifts that I put up on the um, bay about the uh, bandwagon that I walked away from and is blown up? You're off the wagon. You are fickle. Well, I mean, I'm not going to die on the bandwagon. I, I just leave him behind me, you know, and just blow it up and just it, walk away. You need to get on the Essendon bandwagon. We're the next big up and coming thing. Oh fuck uh, off, you shit. <laughs> So is Jared Waite seriously keeping Ben Brown out of that team? It sounds as though he is, yes. All that potential. Like, that guy is good. What a... (laughs) How terrible is that? Like, maybe the Crows are going to surprise people, but I don't think they're going to surprise people that much. Like, this is hashtag concerning for North. It is, although I think Adelaide are a better Who's side. Who's opened a bunch of Doritos there? No, I've, I'm going through my Easter egg stash here while, I'm, while you guys are talking. So. 
No, well, before before you put anything in your mouth, you did notice something about that game. <laughs> that, that's that's not good. Hey, you're not talking to penal here. Boss like this. That is not a good statement. You, you no. did have an observation in that game, though, Bender. Did you not? Oh yeah, yeah. The, when Walker got his his top riff off, top rift off, and uh, McAvaney was in there within two seconds, saying that he shouldn't put it back on too quickly. Uh, typical McAvaney. Just as gay during the first game. I can't remember what it was, but it was just terrible. Delicious. It's, it's habitual now. It's like, it, it's almost expected, isn't it? Yeah. Ma- McAvaney yeah. loves it when players get pulled off. I mean, I was really disappointed watching the game yesterday that, um, McAvaney wasn't commentating because Cyril had a good game, did some good things, and Bruce would have spilled his load all over him had he been commentating. So it's just disappointing that we got fucking Darcy instead. Was Sean Higgins just about North's best player, apparently? Easily, easily. Yeah, but didn't he get like six goals or something uh, like that? Boomer should have retired. He was ordinary and not sighted most of the game. Honestly, Adelaide made that game. Dangerfield, Sloan carved people up. North had nothing. Goldstein was okay. It was impressive from the Crows. Like, admittedly, maybe North aren't as good as last year suggested, although North supporters will try to tell you they're as good as Port Adelaide were last year. But They're not. They're not. They're really not. <laughs> um, and, clearly. And the fucking, fucking teach will tell you North are certainties for the flag, but I guess uh, his tipping performance shows you how smart he is. How, how many winners did you tip this week, teach? Two. <laughs> Two winners. But I'll tell you what, there's always this new coach effect. When teams have a new coach, they come out of the blocks and they just play out of their skins, but it doesn't keep going for the whole year. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm clutching at straws. <laughs> Maybe North should get rid of Brad Scott then. Maybe they'll get a new coach to take it through. Do you okay. well, I honestly I'm, think I'm, Scott I'm, I'm, will I'm, see out his contract? North can't afford to pay out Scott's contract. Uh. No, I agree with, I agree with Pino. He'll be there to the last minute because North can't pay out the five cents that it'll cost a sack in before, the minute before his contract ends. Let's not forget he got that fucking four-year or three-year contract extension on the back of a finals loss by 100 points because <laughs> that was seen as an improvement and something to be rewarded. Typical. McGarvey. <laughs> I'm just having a look. Merely just the stats from the game. In Cunnington played well. Gibson, Atley, Zebel was a bit shit actually. When's he been right. good? Well, exactly. This is what, what does Jack Zebel do? He just flounders around like a grounded whale and tries to knock people out. Well, it spends as much time puffing on the bench as he does on the ground. Lindsay was diving. He had a couple of dives. What a dirty cunt. Andrew Swallow. A lot of people talk about Mark Murphy. Andrew Swallow gets overlooked a bit for worst captain in. Oh, we've had this discussion. I've been saying. It for a year. What does he and, do? Yeah, he tackles a lot. That's about it. Has decent burger <laughs> shoots. Works a tan. Tackles a lot. He had three tackles. <laughs> I'm full of shit then. <laughs> they love his tan. They see James Hurd in that. <laughs> well, maybe he'll go to the Suns then. Join his brother. Well, maybe he will. <laughs> oh, how much would North hate that? That would be amazing. <laughs> That'd be the best player movement forever because of all the threads about David Swallow coming to North if Andrew went to the Suns. Daniel Wells had a shit game. Like, has he ever had a good one? Ben Jacobs, that's that ex-Port player. They always bash back and forth. <laughs> yeah, they really hate that guy. Yeah, well, he was shit, so Port win. Oh, and Michael Spud Ferrito spudded it up. He's on Joel Tippett got pulled from the ground at halftime. That was interesting, actually, because Brad Scott pulled him off at halftime, and he was getting absolutely killed by Walker. And then Walker just continued to kill everyone. And I remember the, the commentators openly saying, why did he pull off Tippett? He's at least someone that can try and match it. But he left Ferrito on. Because Brad's a raging hetero. That's why I pulled him off. <laughs> 
Sorry. So on the on the yeah, I was gonna say use it again. Go back to on the Mugabe reference. Was he in one of those countries that printed off their own money? Yeah, Zimbabwe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because I I can imagine Brad Scott's getting paid in like the dollars like they had at the Itchy and Scratchy Park that you can only spend them in there. Like they're like North (laughs) Shop dollars or something. (laughs) Not to play spoiler here, but if anyone's seen Better Call Saul about the third episode where the guy is trying to secede tries to pay him in his own money, that's what. Yes, yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 paying him in that in that cash. It can only be spent in the uh, the North gift shop. North dollars, exactly. and you buy raffle tickets for cars in it, but Boomer wins anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so the Brayshaw billions. <laughs> the North dollars, he has pictures of Carrie in the toilet on it or something. <laughs> what else can they put on the North dollar? Boomer's <laughs> wife. <laughs> Would she fit in a dollar? I'll send her dick. Arden Street toilets or something like that. Boris the chicken? Yes. The, the elephants? Uh, Brad Scott's on 40,000 chickens. The, the $1,000 bill has got to have JB and the mankini on it. Yeah, you've got the action shots, don't you? You've got the one from, you know, JB, the action shots that they released a couple of years ago. problem with these, though, is that they're not like Australian dollars. You know, they're made of paper, so you can't let them get wet. So you've got to have the roof closed. And <laughs> if they get wet, then Brad Scott's face, the tears on his one start to run a little bit. North got their heads kicked in. Let's just leave them alone for a bit. They're bottom of the ladder. Well, I, I guess we can move on from kicking North in the head. We'll go move on to Geelong. How about that? <laughs> oh, get fucked. I'm leaving. That's a great idea, Fifey or Starburns or whoever you're going by this week. Let's move on to Geelong. <laughs> concerning. We are concern, concerning youth. Concerning we youth, are really. shit. We are bottom four material. We would have been beaten by anyone this week. Fucking woeful. It's not so much the young kids that are concerning. I mean, they're always going to look like shit when they're coming up against superstars oh, of the game. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> it, it, it's the performance of the sort of older veterans and shit that is more concerning. I mean, Corey Enright and James Kelly, I don't know blah, why they blah, haven't retired blah, yet. Blah, blah, they blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up, cunt. Bartell is <laughs> over the hill. Oh, shut. I told you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> We Selwood. all know that Hawthorne are good. Selwood is shit. He got outdone in the hard oh, bakes, and he got muscled off the ball by Suckling, who's one of the softest players in the game. So he's just shit. All he did yesterday was duck for free kicks, and the umpires just do. gave it fucking to him. Rape you do. Fucking make you shut up. <laughs> Hawthorne are great. They are clinical. They are just really, really precise in everything that they do. They're a fantastic football side. Geelong are fuck, and we're going to finish for and that's it. As long as when Hawthorne are clinical, no documents get leaked this time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that. Just my favourite part of the game yesterday was not any of the uh, goals, although although there were a lot of them. It was actually fucking Geelong uh, Bay 13 hero uh, Stevie Motlop getting run down by our ruckman, Jonathan Segler, who's sort of a flogcast favourite. So that was my highlight of the day, Segler getting uh, Motlop ho- holding the ball. It's not often you see a ruckman just chase down one of the little uh, quick small forward so yeah good on you cunt fuck off (laughs) yeah I just wanted to say I've never seen Rioli getting taken holding the ball by a ruckman so I guess uh, Rioli's still better than Motlop yeah I guess you haven't watched enough football to see that well it's pretty rare to see Rioli get the ball so fair enough (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah, that ruckman would have to strike in in that 10 minute patch that he gets the ball in the game so he shows up for but Geelong (laughs) were concerning let's not move past this and it is about their old players being shit and it is about their young players being shit like their old players are getting past that no one's coming. To Corey Enright was shit. I can't he was slow. 
Everyone was shit. Hey, did Reese Stanley play? No. That's why they lost, man. No Stanley, no Geelong. Why on earth wouldn't you put your tw- pick 21 in there? Being rested because he's an important player. You know, yeah, teach, what's going on? What's what's going on? Why isn't your superstar yeah, there? fuck. <laughs> He couldn't have done a worse job than Fat Man Hawkins. Mitch went all right. What can you do if you're a forward? I mean, the the ball's not getting down there because your midfielders and backliners are shit. Mitch Clark Clark went all right. We all got all Australian last year and wouldn't screw enough. Clark and Hawkins were okay, but, you know, midfield were fucked. What about Billy Smets? How does he get a game? I don't know. I just saw a couple of moments from him on Monday where I just thought, this guy's fucking hopeless. (laughs) They traded that Taylor Hunt. Or delisted him to Richmond in face of Smets, who was the, possibly the worst footballer in the league. Actually, is. And he's got shit are for you Braves, deli- too. Are you cunts deliberately trying to wind me up? No, because <laughs> fuck it, we're just saying. No, Geelong are just that bad. Oh, fuck off, Kano, you cunt. <laughs> and, you know, Taylor Hunt, actually, he's doing all right at Richmond. I actually rated him at Geelong. So did I. So did I, I was go. very happy we swooped on that one. I mean, Cockatoo and Lang, they look... They Cockatoo will be good. Yeah, Cockatoo will be good if they can actually surround him with someone. But at the moment, they're going to let him turn into to a, well, another Billy Smets, yeah. except with some ability. And George Holland Smith, I mean, who I don't apparently think... keeps playing. I can never see him. I don't know who he's. I don't, know I don't think Dangerfield like. would be impressed by that performance, though. I mean, no yeah. chance. Yeah, if you're, if you're Dangerfield, would you stay at Adelaide or go to, go to Geelong? It, you know, Geelong is the Adelaide of Victoria, so... Shut up, you can't move on to the next game. If we've got nothing else, Penal, any more goo? This no, honorable mention to Dawson up. Simpson, who is just... <laughs> I don't know how he gets a game. It's just like, literally, he's tall. He's not a very good ruckman. He's not a good forward. He's not a good anything. Don't know how he gets a game. But he can teach his dog how to open the fridge. Did anyone see that? No. Yeah, they had that at halftime of, I don't know, Saturday night's game or something. <laughs> is that something that they would show down at the Geelong Cultural Centre? Yeah, the, probably. The dog, right? the the dog opening the fridge? Yeah, the Geelong Cultural Centre. Yeah, the Cultural Precinct. Yeah. Which is actually on a sign heading into Geelong, the Cultural Precinct in the Cultural Wasteland. Are you all fucking retarded? You can't move on? <laughs> no, we just, we just enjoy... It's been a while since we've been able to properly pay out on Geelong. Long, you know. Yeah, we'll get fucked. It's going to happen a lot this year. Yeah, we're going to enjoy it each week. <laughs> How did Frawn play? Was he worth the money? He was good, but not great. He was I'd only say. playing on. He was good. only playing on Geelong's spudly forwards. So you haven't demelbaned him, or perhaps Melbourne have defrauded. Mel- perhaps Melbourne have defrauded, and we will move on to them because they stunned the Suns so much for teachers' new coach theory. <laughs> I mean, Gary Melbourne Albert- were impressive. Actually, I watched that game, and do you know their best player was at times Heretia. The Prince owned the Suns. He was running around like crazy. So he laughed last? He laughed yep. last. He laughed last. He, he, he had looked like he had a real appetite for the game. He, looked, he had the, you know, the munchies <laughs> to the uh, it was to a, the win, if you know what I mean. Maybe that's it was a, It was a bit of a shit game, actually. A shit game? I, I, you just said it was a good game before we started. No, I watched half of it, and I thought, no, I don't need to watch any more of this, because it was a bit ordinary, but at least it was very attacking. Mm. That was one thing that came out of yeah, it. Yeah, Rizzi, really pissed off they weren't listening to him. But Jack Watts played a good game. Yeah, it? Jack Watts was good. Six years, finally come fucking good. <laughs> when he kicked three goals or something, took a couple of speckies. Did he 20 and three? Uh, no, I don't think he was quite that good. Okay. But, uh, he he kicked, the, uh, kicked the winning goal or the ceiling goal, look. which was a superb banana on the boundary line. Yes, so that did. was impressive. And I guess we can say, um, as Cookson said last week, they may as well shut Melbourne up if Jesse Hogan doesn't come good. Well, he looked pretty good. So. Yeah, he was good. Uh, yeah, he was he good. Was, their kids oh, yeah. are good. Angus Brayshaw played a good game. But he should be at North. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Garlett was probably the standout for them. Yeah. 
Jones played if well. They, good game. Dom Tyson. All of a sudden, Ruzi looks like he's onto something. Yeah. Like he's, he's had that extra preseason to do things, and bam, they're not the yeah, they're not Melbourne. The little guys were okay. Jeddah and Salem played all right. Yeah, Salem, still looks like a heap of shit, though. <laughs> and I like, I like Salem. He's, he, he's a good-looking player. Got to be concerned about the Suns, though. If, like uh, They would be expecting big things, and that big things are not losing to Melbourne. Something's up at the Suns. They, this is my they, prediction. Something's up up there. They're in trouble. They're all on coke. Well, well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, Carmichael Hunt, you shipped them all some good old-fashioned Colombian. They've been led astray by a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I fucking hate them, so I hope that they choke it up massive. I mean, I was surprised there was no sort of wear a Gold Coast out thread on the main board because that's a bad loss for them because they would have expected to make finals this year and you don't make finals if you lose to Melbourne, even if it is on the road. Don't blame the Suns for your problems, Tish, because you got decent compensation. What? For, fucked. You got decent compensation you, for you, Ablett, after me for and this? then you turned the draft picks into fucking Billy Smets, so you could only pay <laughs> yourselves. Oh, fuck you. I'm off. <laughs> Well, hang on, Teach, wait a minute, because there could be the solution to your problem, because now there's talk that Gary has put off contract talks to the end of the year. He just wants more money, I think, from the Suns, because... No, I I reckon he's pissed off because, basically, Viney absolutely crunched him in a tackle early in the first into his bad shoulder, right? And for the rest of the game, Gary was pissed off about it. He saw no one from the Suns was helping. I reckon he's pissed off about that. Well, I can only see Gary (laughs) Ablett playing for two teams, and that's... Geelong, you can fucking go. No, 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 no. We'll go to Essendon, not Geelong. Okay. Oh, well, you know, that's where you take money. Whatever you need. What the fuck is that? Who's doing that? Fucking sounds like a radiation detector. Teacher's getting melty. It's also probably concerning for the Suns as they lost O'Meara too. For the year, yeah. They had that other random guy walk out. What was his name? Uh, Tim Sumner. Who was never going to be a great player, but I reckon this is not their year. Things are going badly for them from the day one. It's falling apart for them, and yeah, as I think you mentioned earlier, you feel they're pretty close to imploding there. Yeah, I just get that vibe. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. As a club, they don't look happy. They don't look healthy. For them, it all depends on whether they can keep those big ticket young players, the guns like O'Meara and Martin, at the club and swallow. Can I also just say, Jack Martin, I don't get the hype. I don't either. I didn't get it when he was 18. Anything that looks good. He looks like he's got potential to be a Rioli and that's about it. Like, no one really wants to come into the game and have the best that can be said about them is that they're a Rioli. That's still a pretty good standard to aspire to. So you think he's going to disappear in a grand it's, final It's as better well? than someone calling them a Motlop. No, the, the Motlop's problem is he's playing at Geelong. It's not Motlop's fault. <laughs> so anyway, let's move on. You mentioned before one of Melbourne's better players was Jeff Garlett. And, well, fucking Carlton could have done with him because... <laughs> and we also mentioned before no one was worse than Geelong. Well, I reckon Carlton were. Oh, you, re- you reckon? I thought that was an all right game. It was, no. a, it was a little bit scrappy. That first quarter we picked up from where we left off against Port Adelaide. It just so happens that one team was a top four caliber team and the other was a bottom four caliber team so we actually were only two goals behind them yeah we're i mean you won there's a, I, I expected that richmond would win but it was a little bit of a middle of the road game they're a middle of the road team but oh, richmond won yeah I'm, I'm pleased that we played so shitful for a quarter and a half and one but yeah taylor hunt had a good game you know i'm, I'm sure you'd love him 
back right now, wouldn't you? No. No? He was a fucking no. spaz in Geelong. Half your list of fucking spazzes at the moment, so... I mean, he, he butchered Billy, the ball, but he was an alright tagger. He was an alright tagger. I, I remember him dominating Mark Murphy a couple of years ago, and, like, Geelong could have used a tagger to sort of clamp on, down on Lewis, who just sort of fucked you up all day yesterday. He would have dominated Murphy on Thursday, except the fact that, you know, Murphy didn't go anywhere near it anyway, so... Um, well, he was always going to do really well at his new club, you know, that's what they do, you know, but bad luck, I mean, he's, he didn't break into Geelong's best 22, and we're going to be a bottom four team, so yeah, you, fucking you suck say, it, Richmond. You, you say bad luck, Teach, I don't think Taylor Hunt's that devastated about leaving Geelong <laughs> at that time, to be honest. Yeah, 27 disposals, 10 handballs, 17 kicks, yeah, you'd have hated him to be doing that at Geelong. <laughs> 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 but no, he had a good game. As and the other one who had a good game was Camden McIntosh in his first game. Who? Came out of nowhere, twenty odd disposals, kicked a goal. And you know the funniest thing is that sums up where he's been. He apparently lost thirty kilos over the off season. You actually wonder how fat must he have been at his height to have lost thirty. Isn't kilos. that the story that some West Coast on a scale of lunch of Hawkins, probably a seven. <laughs> oh shut up! <laughs> on a scale of one to Hawkins, he's a bitch, Clark. Yeah? Mm, yeah, yeah, not anymore. So you can all get fucked. <laughs> what the hell was he? injecting then well not AOD because that didn't work as an anti-obesity AOD is AOD they probably just starved him maybe went all bulimic it was an ordinary game but it wasn't a terrible one Carl didn't deserve to win we played better at the end and it was actually really nice to sit there in the last quarter that's probably the smallest three quarter time lead we've had over Carlton in the last three years where they've you know come hard at us at the end and either overrun us or run us close and it was nice to just be sitting there going this lead's only three goals at three quarter time but this team is never going to reel that in. I can't see Carlton winning any games this year. Their forward line is just so shitful. They left Casbolt out as well, who can actually do stuff. Yeah, he can take a mark, but he can't kick. So who is going to kick the goals for them to get enough points to win games other than Troy Menzel, who's probably going to be a gun? The rest of them are just shithouse. That's the point, but Malthouse won't pick Casbolt, and he said that in his press, that you don't get games automatically because your name's Levi Casbolt. I don't think anyone's ever relied on an automatic game because their name's Levi Casbolt. That's not... That's set the bar pretty low, I would imagine. And normally he's handcuffed to the bar, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the alternative's Liam Jones, it's better to pick fucking Casbolt. No, they picked Jones. Yeah, and he still managed two or three, I think, somehow. Two. Two, yeah. One was cherry pick off the back to start the game. I never really thought that Richmond were ever going to lose that game. Yeah, no, neither did I. No, even at four goals down, I was like, eh, if we actually turn up, we should be alright. Otherwise, it was frustrating, but once it got going... I mean, you could sum up Carlton in one play when the player handballed the ball into the umpire on a play on. Oh, that, that was funny. That was ridiculous. Yeah. But Mick's prediction of I can't see who's going to beat us, well, took one round. Yeah. <laughs> how much, your eyes are shut, Mick. <laughs> how much Not Kool-Aid looking. goes through Carlton? I mean, they're so fucking arrogant. They don't have Kool-Aid, they have barbecues. Kool-Aid, yeah, it's barbecues. Some mind-altering drugs. I mean, they've been sh- since 2000, let's be frank. Their coach is delusional, senile, old fart. I mean, come on, Carlton. Get it together. <laughs> fucking hell. And not to injury troll, but I must admit, I did laugh at how Thomas did the shoulder oh. because he was sticking the arms out for the free kick. That did make me chuckle. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not really nice. 
almost. Yeah, I, I think he actually. He, yeah, he wouldn't have hurt his out. shoulder Tackle. if he'd actually kept the arms down. If he hadn't been doing the Dean Cox, he wouldn't have hurt his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, well, I mean, he's a bit of a delicate flower. Speaking of delicate flowers, it, Mark Murphy. We don't injury troll. We don't injury troll on the flogcast. So, Murphy wasn't uh, injured. He was just shit. Yeah, he, he wasn't injured. Yes, he just was yes. Being Mark Murphy. Being, being shit is different from being injured. He's being a terrified little girl. This was the wrong week to bring up the Andrew Swallow as the worst captain thing because Murphy was uh, fucking invisible. Chris Judd's still their best player, and that has to be well, very. He concerned. wasn't for a while, and now he's older and he's their best player again. That's the worst thing. To he's... be honest, it's either Cade Simpson or Gibbs is probably their best player. Anyway, yeah, move we've on. Probably talked about them for too long. This shit. Oh, hang on, hang on. Before we go any further, the, the worst thing that you know, I, I like seeing Carlton lose, and I don't mind seeing Richmond win, but the worst thing to come out of it is Tiger Boys <laughs> seems to think that he get he gets licensed to make a thread every five minutes after Richmond win. And well, it's anyway. better than fucking cruise missiles. Yeah, doing it's it. vice versa. It shuts cruise oh, missiles. yeah. That's a fair call. It's a fair call. It's probably the lesser of two evils there. I agree. And Tiger Boy starts threads like he doesn't even check the forum list. Yeah. He start a thread that's been started four posts below. He's, exactly he's, the fucking same. Both of them. Yes, they're, they're a pain in the fucking ass. Both of them. In terms of the question, though, who is Carlton's best player? I think Tom Bell was their best player on the night, and he's a fucking drug cheat, so that just shows you where they're at. Yes. Uh, yeah. And just one other thing. They had the pre-match entertainment. They bought out the hovercraft and they saw <laughs> the lights. Oh, you're joking. They did? Oh, yes. I was at the game, believe it or not. But yeah, they turned all the lights off and they were flashing, you know, blue stuff. Mascot was back at the hovercraft and Fev. That stupid prick with the fucking puffed up suit. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. What is he called anyway? Cam- Navy blue. blue. Blue boy or blue cunt or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was underwhelming at best, and I guess everyone's going to be doing that kind of thing. I just so hope ours isn't that cringeworthy because it was as inspiring as Murphy's captaincy. There was a post somewhere on the bay where someone referred to, you know, if they're looking back on legends, is is a gimp riding a hovercraft, then then they're in trouble because that's what it looks like. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Dogs vs West Coast, which was apparently the game of the round. Yeah, for a quality standard. Great game. game. Great game. It was decent. I think both of those teams are going to do very well this year. Really impressed with the Bulldogs and uh, also with the West Coast. So And, and Liber 21. Forget, Don't forget Liber 21. I reckon they're both going to be right up there. Liber 21's the Carlton of posters. No, he's the rising star of the Bay. I, I, <laughs> he should post as much as possible. You just complained about Tiger work. Boys before. He's, he's effectively <laughs> the same thing. But let's go back to the game. Yeah, I I, they could have they could have buried the Eagles if they kicked straight. That probably let them down a bit. 14 goals 3 to what? 14 goals 14 was it? Or 14 14-2, I think it was, or something yeah, like that, or something. Something insane like that. Yeah. But, yeah. How was Nick Nat's game penal? Uh, he wasn't as good as Segler was, was he? Oh, bullshit, you fucking. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, got, he's my... my <laughs> my um prediction about his All-Australian is on track. He was Ruckman no. of the round, easily. No, no. no. it's Todd Goldstein. Oh, <laughs> there, seriously. No, look, there were seven Ruckman this week, better than Nick Nat, at least. Because um, if you look at the coaches' votes for that game, uh, Big Will Minson got, I think, four or five coaches' vote. Nick Nat got a big fat donut. Oh, Nick Nat had 38 so, hit-outs to Minson's yeah, 28. So Yeah, you know. it's not about hit, hit-outs. Hit-outs are overrated. It's about what you do around the ground. That's why Hawthorne's Ruckman are so good. 
Oh, you stop pulling your fucking cock, you shithead. B- both Segler and Big Boy McAvoy are straight ahead of Nasanui. Yeah, but McAvoy's still a shit rockman. That's why he got traded. <laughs> no, McAvoy's a gun. Did you even see his goal yesterday? It's better than anything Nasanui's ever done in six years of being on a list. Uh, did he win the game after the siren against Carlton? In North it was. It was even better North. Oh, North, Stop right, yeah. You cut off Hino from the pool. Just, just, just fuck him off. He's just... <laughs> holy shit. So if it's not me melting over not wanting to appear, it's Teach melting going, I don't want to work with Peter anymore. <laughs> I think, think that was really, really good in that game. I mean, the amount of ruckus that he won to advantage was massive. Critis has been making Nick Nat look good oh, since 2009. Fuck, <laughs> The man who sucks Prudis's cock every fucking week. He's Brownlow winning cock. The coaches agree agree with me. The coaches agree with me. They're the experts. Let's move on to anything else on that game that's not Nick Nat or Prudis. Bont and Pally look good. Oh, Bonty. Yeah, no second year blues for him. Bring it to gun. Who's the Asian kid who plays for the... Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il plays for the Bulldogs. Kim Jong-il. He's pretty good. Kim Jong-un, sorry. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, he had a great... I actually reckon the Bulldogs now, you look at them and their team is young, talented. Five years from now, they'll be scary. I think they'll be pushing for prelims, back-to-back prelims at least. (laughs) Maybe maybe a three-peat. Prelim dynasty, fuck it up. I think the recruitment of Tom Boyd will do wonders for that club because they've got a few sort of shit truck forwards on the list like Redpath and... um, Jared Grant. They had Jones and um, Ace Cordy and shit like that. They're never going to take you to a flag. Yeah, they they need a genuine... (laughs) spearhead they need a spearhead I think the recruitment of Tom Boyd will turn them from prelim losers to grand final winners in maybe five years yeah I reckon the Bulldogs could be a big riser if they can hold that kind of form but you know who knows they've got that certainly not you Mr. Two Tips for the round Oh, yeah. Fucking get fucked. Well, the Bulldogs was probably one of the ones he got right because you know he would have tipped fucking Geelong and North. So that only leaves a few that he got wrong. Shut up, you cocksucker. Anything else on that game before we move on? Good game. Yeah, it was yeah. enjoyable. Collingwood rolled the Bryans. Like, Bryans made the scoreboard look more impressive in the end, but really, Collingwood beat him pretty comfortably. Well, look, there's a fairly obvious event that turned this game around. Collingwood were dominating Brisbane for three quarters, roughly. And then, unfortunately, and it was a nasty incident. Poor Tom Rockliffe copped the whack in the ribs, punctured lung, terrible stuff. They got him off. And immediately Brisbane turned it around and started a massive comeback because the other midfielders were getting the ball. And it, they almost did it. And if only, you know, Rockliffe had gotten injured a little bit earlier, they could have won that game. Not to injury troll against Tom. I don't think it's good that he got injured in any way, shape or form, but it did help the team a little bit when he went off. They got some real leadership, did they? Some effectiveness through the midfield. So, well, yeah. I mean, you know, the midfielders were getting possession. We're actually doing something effectively with it, not just, you know, handballing or dinky kicks around the back and all that sort of stuff. I thought the paddle pops would have put up a better show. You got sucked you know? in by pre-season. Yeah, well. They do this every year. Who's the Lions captain? It, it, it is Rockcliffe, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Which is kind of ironic. <laughs> Leading by example. I was just going to say that, yeah, maybe we've got a new contender uh, in the realms of Swallow and Murphy for worst captain in the AFL. It's still got to be Murphy. At yeah, least Rockliffe dictates that they got to be. Yeah, Rockliffe fronts up and, you know, puts in a bit of an effort. Yeah, no, but at least when Swallow's on the field, he doesn't make his team worse, which is, sounds like you fucking Rockliffe is doing. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, Murphy, you don't even know if he's there, except when he handballs back over his head. Anyway, what else have we got? Mitch Robinson was one of their best players. <laughs> Can't probably 
probably love him back right now. Him and yeah. Garlett. There's another one. And Christensen went all right too. Teach uh, wouldn't mind him back. The dirty fucker. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Pork and run. <laughs> oh, well, like I said, he's, he's going to be a left winger for the uh, Aroa Red Diamonds next year. It's amazing, though. Of all the... Did Cade Lucas play for West Coast Bender? No, not on the weekend. He's, he just got upgraded. Uh, uh, you know, they, they usually do, do one before the, the first round. He just got upgraded. So it's highly likely he's probably going to play against Carlton this week. Okay, because I was just thinking now that we've discussed Robinson, we've discussed Gala. Just about the only player that left Carlton last year that they wouldn't love back right now is Waite. <laughs> couldn't be worse than Jones, honestly. Too bad Dan's not here. Well, I think Higgins got the pass mark down as after, though. So anyway, if there's nothing else on Collingwood versus the Bryans, Beebs did get the homecoming. Not much gooey for Dugowie yeah, this week. Yeah, Buckley he made him pretty ordinary. Oh, yeah, yeah shithouse. And even... Yeah. Um, did he get like six disposals and crap like Seeds, that? The Seedsman didn't play. No, Seedsman, they're just saving him. I think Buckley's got some seed envy. Anyway, let's move on to, well, the puffer fish are puffed out. And... <laughs> They got rolled by Frio. <laughs> I'm a bit stunned because I was fully expecting this to come down for a while. And then suddenly, magically and miraculously, Patrick Ryder would just make the difference because that's how they explained it to me, how it worked at the end of last year when they got him. They were now premiership contenders. They've got Patrick Ryder. So, you know, you get but, I mean, that close. Go, go easy. He hasn't had a preseason. <laughs> as, uh, the, as the commentators kept fucking saying. Yeah. Talk about a defensive strangled game. That was fucking awful to watch. Agreed. But, but um, yeah, well, what do you say? Fremantle got the job done. Port's much wanted fitness is quite shit when it gets run over by a team that's like 50 years old on average. Mm. I think the burning question is now that Port have started the year with a loss, will we see Bay covers next week? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Bring them out, boys. They'll be out. The puffer fish just, they've just shrunk. You need a microscope to see them now. Oh, no, nah, they're playing Sydney, so all the Adelaide <laughs> Crows fans will rock up to boot it. <laughs> so they won't need when, the Bay covers ever. The, um, anything else on the puffer fish because a lot of noise over the preseason and it didn't amount to much I have this question is somebody at Port finally going to admit hey guys you know John Butcher can't play because <laughs> <laughs> he was shit yeah, Butcher yeah. play Butcher got a game yeah oh yeah, wow that, I can't believe that they brought in Ryder and they still played Butcher he was a late in for Lobie because uh, oh, Lobie was injured okay. so they went with Ryder as the sole ruckman how, how good is Nat Fife though jeez he's, he's good he is fucking brilliant he, he would be easily the best player in the league if he's not already I mean if he could just kick straight for goal he gets good goals when he's when he's not just lining up from a um from a set shot he kicks did we all just suddenly goals, forget know? that fucking Jordan Lewis exists he's oh, got like shut all, up. The, all the contested Sorry, yeah. all in and under skills of Nat Fife yeah, yeah, he can actually up, kick yeah, but he, falls. he falls over he's a lock for the brown low calling it after round one guys like I did with Prittis last year Jordan <laughs> Some ice in my Coke, Lewis, yeah. <laughs> anyway, last thing, quick. Are we any of us convinced by Frio after this that they might be back to their 2013 glory days of a grand final loss? And they're they're in the picture. They might bring out another DVD with only the winning finals and then not the grand final. <laughs> <laughs> I can't write them off. They're all right. They're going to be in the picture. Yeah, it's all of a sudden, maybe they're not as concerning as some of us might have thought in the preseason. Yeah. They're going to fuck us next week, so they'll be 2-0. and oh. Well, we'll come to that, but last game of the round well the St Kilda supporters pulled out an old favourite this week Cookson yeah I must admit I was on the outer and I'm and Glenn Maxwell was being angry at the umpires too oh if Glenn Maxwell does it's okay then does it it does it's Glenn fucking Maxwell if he thinks they're shit they're shit but yeah I mean what cost us was not the umpires despite what Plugger will say <laughs> 
<laughs> but the neutrals on the main board. It was our kicking in the last three minutes, which was just, I mean, fucking bombing the ball to Ahmed Saad? The fuck? <laughs> just, oh, just, we choked. We blew it. Maybe Still. they thought that energy drink gave him superpowers, and they were like, yeah, he'll jump over it, everyone, and take <laughs> yeah. a specky. Well, that was Josh Bruce. Beautiful lot. It was interesting to see St. Kilda get that close. Like, didn't see the game, but was it St. Kilda actually lifting the standard, or the Giants just didn't quite turn up? The Giants yeah. played well. Giants played well. Yeah, yeah, honestly. So St. Kilda played well, too, by default. By accident, I'd say it was more, to be honest. By accident, but they still did it. So St. Kilda actually showed something. It was an okay game. Like, it was even for most of the time. So, what I'm asking is, if St. Kilda played well and Melbourne got a win, does this make my Carlton wooden spoon tip look a little bit more possible? Very solid, solid. Unless yes, Geelong solid. knock them out. Oh, well, would, yeah, of course, Geelong, that concerning you, though. I think it's Carlton fighting out the Scott brothers for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. Sydney would kill to have Shane Mumford back. I mean, he oh. was just beautiful in the rock, and Dylan Shear was just fucking awesome. He killed us. He tore us a new asshole. And Trelaw's the, probably the big one. He was a gun, had 30-odd touches, and will be out of contract at the end of this year, so that's one to watch, probably, see if they Trying can keep hold of him. Well, the other one, Whitfield played pretty well as well for the Giants, but he's a bit under the radar, because I've got Trelaw, you know, doing all the in and under stuff. Whitfield's a Whitfield was like the perfect outside hit, yeah. yeah. Like, it's one of those things. He doesn't rack up a whole lot of ball yet, but he uses it really well, and... They're going to be scary in a few years' yeah, time. Yeah. If they hang on to those players. I, I don't give a shit about Gold Coast anymore. I think they're going a different route, but GWS... Well, GWS have always had more upside because they've always had the key forwards, yeah. which the Gold Coast don't have. Well, it, it's sort of time to ask the question. I know after a round it's hard to judge, but GWS were always a year behind, but have they now gone past Gold Coast? I reckon you'll find they'll finish higher than oh, I think so. Yeah, I reckon you're right. I think that they, they will. Yeah. I reckon we're going to see a Gold Coast versus GWS final this year. Well, not the way the Gold Coast started losing to Melbourne. I think Gold Melbourne. Coast will make it. GWS might. Gold Coast won't. Yeah. Anything else for the Giants and Kilda? We're fucked if Nick Rebot's out or injured. Yeah, that was bad news. Even with Whiplash, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully he's fit because if he's gone, we ain't winning games. No, that's a sad note to move on from. But we'll move on to the only talking point we do have, which is Hawthorne's president has come out and and basically said that this is interesting from Hawthorne of all clubs that the three strikes policy should stay in but it should be a life ban for a third strike this smacks a bit to me of the Gary Pert saying gee the drug culture's out of control in the AFL you know it's not like players at my club are out running around with you know plastics glow lights and wristbands around the club whereas you know Hawthorne's president clearly doesn't like Luke Hodge or Jordan Lewis or Roughhead or Rioli you know no one important I think it's hypocritical it's convenient for him to put this forward when his club, you know, they have an injunction to hide behind. Yeah, yeah, and, and being mindful of that, I would never ever talk about, you know, Luke Hodge or Lewis or Jordan Roughhead, you know, because you can't, you know, there's an injunction, you can't talk about this stuff in that context. So they're obviously completely innocent of any wrongdoing or cocaine. Like Essendon. Exactly. They're just as guilty as Essendon. Make of that what you will. I don't get it. I mean, what would you want a life ban for three strikes? I, mean, I, I don't, don't think they really they understand the youth culture in this country today. What are you going to do? You're going to turn them into a bed cousins without their money. Maybe, well, I, I think maybe maybe he's come out and um, said these remarks because he knows something about the going-ons of the Sydney Swans and that a certain... 
big name Sydney Swans player may or may not be on three strikes and sort of on a, in an effort to cripple uh, the side who will be one of our challengers for the flag this year, albeit not a very uh, good challenger if the weekend is any indication. Yeah, so he just wants to sort of cripple them and say, you know, let's um, get that. I don't want to name names, uh, Buddy Franklin, but sort of let's get a light band placed on some of these uh, Swans players. Well, the chances are just as highly likely that Jeff Kenneth's just talking shit like he usually does. Oh, it's not Jeff Kennett anymore. This is Newbold. It's not Newbold. <laughs> it's, oh, sorry, it's like the chairman or something. Or CEO or something. Kenneth's not president of Hawthorne anymore. These days he gets into Twitter arguments with Suze. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I read something the other day. Apparently uh, Jeff Kennett is a ghostwriter for the Andrew Bolt blog. <laughs> Where'd you read that? <laughs> Can't remember, but uh, it seems plausible. Oh, fuck. I, I kind of think that the three strikes thing is is working at the moment. So how is Matthew Stokes? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he played fucking shit on <laughs> Monday, so maybe he's not going so well. But I, I kind of think that it, it's working all right. Yeah, I have no problem with it. I think people overstate how important it is. Mind you, when a club takes out an injunction against it, that's very fun for us. Yeah. Anything else on... Yeah. That. I look forward to the truth eventually coming out, and I think we'll be in a very good place when it happens. <laughs> Great note to move on to this week on the Bay. We'll start with Thread of the Week. I think we're a little bit stuck on that. Do we have anything? I'm going to nominate as Guardian a lot of thread just I guess out of default because there was nothing else that was that interesting I reckon th- this could be a year that we get you know 22 rounds of thread of the week is going to be Asgardian's lotto thread because that's how much of a pillar it is it's just going to go week to week and just get better and better I agree and I'm nominated because Kitty Park expressly requested that I vote for that for thread of the week so I'm going to honour that for him because he loves that thread and we all know he loves that thread I've got two nominations first of all the Bay 13 $10 bet thread which absolutely turned out to be a complete fucking train wreck. Bets. What the fuck's a ten dollar <laughs> bet when you can bet lotto tickets, man? No, no, no. Well, it, it's just a bit of fun, you know. Lotto and, tickets um, fun. The, the man of guys <laughs> who died in that train wreck this week has never happened before. And um, I'll also go for the um, SS Swans 2011 thread. I was alive when, which was a bit of fun. I'm gonna point out our first game thread: Eat a dick, ass and choke. <laughs> Very funny. I know that. Well. <laughs> so, which one do we want to vote for? I'm for Lotto. Yeah, Lotto. I, got Lotto, it. I didn't Lotto. read the Lotto one because I just went, oh, God, it's a horseshoe shit. But, yeah, you, uh, just, you just summed it up pretty well just then, actually. That's the Lotto thread. Oh, God, not Lotto thread. Shit. <laughs> Slow week on the Bay, Asgardian. In, in defense of Asgardian, I have lost a Lotto bet to him, which I did pay up in. But I mean, I, I was happy with either, either Dick S and Choke because a few people died in that thread at my hands, which was pleasing. Which will um, of the week, I imagine. But before we come to that... <laughs> Yeah, so eat a dick, ass and choke, or Lotto, teach and cooks. And... I refuse to go for Lotto. Gambling is bad, kids. <laughs> and Miles Wilson. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll back up. All right, so eat a dick, ass and choke. Add Flog of the Week. I think, yeah, Hadouken's been wanting to get to this one. Waverly. Yeah, what a teacher's yes, favourite. Yes, Waverly Shep. You spanner, you absolute dick. <laughs> oh, you have melted so hard all week. You've cried, you've moaned, you've bitched like a little girl. And turn around and go, oh, you're the one that's melting go all week. You wanker. <laughs> oh, I am 1,000% behind you. Fuck that. <laughs> I thought his posting this week for was actually quite good. Oh, I mean, if I was... <laughs> If I was voting on the MVP, he would have gotten my five votes, so I, I don't see where all this negativity is coming from. <laughs> Fuck <it up. laughs> 
Penal, you're like one of those fucking walkers in The Walking Dead, and I've got a fucking machete, and I just fucking take your head off. Not if you're anything like your team, because they couldn't take anyone's head off. Stevie tried, but he only got him in the back and the kidney. Yeah, yeah. If, you're fu- right. if your fucking machete accuracy is as fucking accurate as Geelong's kicking accuracy, you'd probably take your own fucking head off when you tried to swing it. <laughs> Is Waverly running out of pose for this? I've got a nomination. I've got a lot of respect for our man here, Hadouken, who sort of has fronted up over the last two years, but along with uh, Starburns, I just couldn't handle the fucking Essendon blow-ins who suddenly turned <laughs> up were a few. on the bay were after, were after not being sighted for two years, and one of them who just turned up out of the blue and posted an absolute shit thread that backfired was Bunk Moorland, who uh, came out with the Richmond of shit because they're getting smashed by Carlton thread. And obviously Richmond came back and won that one and he had egg on his face and I think he deserves a fog of the week for just being an absolute blow-in and being a shit poster. What is it with you and, and t- always talking about people with gooey substances on their face? Why are you always bringing that kind of stuff up? <laughs> He's trying to carry oh, fuck, it's Freudian, oh, obviously. I really should not have said the word egg, should I? <laughs> <laughs> My logic counter to this is, yes, Bunk Muller did make one kind of ordinary thread. It did backfire on him. But he only made one. Shep and Waverley has been melting Shep at about 26 threads. Shep made the melty pole thread about do you think Essendon are the cheats. All yeah. because Hadouken told him not convicted, basically, and Shep goes, I'm going to make a thread. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, that's my argument. I think I still think it should be Shep or Waverley. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Waverley as well. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with Shep. I've got to say, Penal, that was a very good spot. This is a campaign against Hawthorne. <laughs> yeah, man. You, and, and, look, and you've defended your poor brain-dead wanker compatriot masterfully, to be honest. Yeah. Just it's hard to yeah. cover up that much dickhead. Yeah. yeah, and stick it up your ass. <laughs> yeah, I think Waverley's got it, hasn't he? Yeah, no, unanimous. Yeah, yeah. Last week's poll, best melt. 98% for Teach over Christensen and Crowley. 24% for Cookson's clothes from smuggling the hot chicken. 19% Jack Watts is great after his first bonding session with Heretier and 38% of the winner was myself over Essendon. And next week's games, let's begin with the first game of the round, which was on the Friday night. West Coast Carlton. Well, West Coast by 24. Where is it? It's in Perth. West Coast, easy for mine. Yeah, West Coast. West Coast. West Coast. I'm going to go. What? What? Have you seen how horrible we are at the moment? We've got no tall defenders either. The fuck Carlton have no key I was about to say it doesn't matter how but you could have no key defenders <laughs> you could McGovern could get injured as well and, you'd, and it still no, would make a difference play McGovern at full forward because you don't need him I just think we're just too slow and they it just expose us for speed on them that Subi is good at doing it you sound like me Bender fucking cutting your wrists you've got Carlton covered really seriously it's Carlton oh seriously yeah I, 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 I will be happy if I'm wrong I will be very happy if I'm wrong if I'm not I'm rubbing it all in all your faces Carlton don't week. have um, speed to expose you with. Carlton don't have really anything to expose you with. Prudus is faster than most of Carlton. He's got better kicking skills too. They don't even have boots anymore. <laughs> West Coast will win by a lot. West yes. Coast by 10 goals. Fucking Nick Nutt will smash Cameron Wood and West Coast will win easy. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't go that far. I think Cameron will break even. <laughs> Richard versus Dogs. That's a tough call. They're Ooh, both this playing is gonna be, right. This will be a good game. Is it um, Ediad? MCG. MCG. MCG, I'll go with Richmond. We've got the lockdown defenders. So. Yeah, I'm going to go Bulldogs in an upset. Like, it's really... I, that's a really hard game for me to pick. They're both about playing all right. I think the, um, the Tigers should have them covered just, just because they got that sort of two years ahead of the development cycle. But the Bulldogs are closing fast. Yeah. I'll go Richmond by one point. Yeah, are you going to the game, game. Fifey? Obviously. 
cunt. You love the one point, don't you, Cookie? <laughs> when in doubt, go for one point winners. You may as well pick the draw. Teach used to do that all the time last year. GWS Melbourne at Canberra. Ooh. I'm actually probably going to go to that game and watch it. Not much to do in Canberra on a Saturday afternoon. Well, come on, give us your fucking tip. Make sure you say hello to her red here for us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I'll, I'll make you sure can, you... You can smoke a joint with him. <laughs> I'll be able to tell you, oh, it's Canberra, man. It's all fine. It'll be just full of, yeah, it'll be full of it anyway. He'll be right at home. So, and on that basis, Melbourne to win. Green is legal here. Heretio laugh last. He will. <laughs> Giggling like a schoolgirl. I'm on the Giants. I think Melbourne will come crashing back to earth. Yeah. No, I reckon the Demons will get up. I like their young running youth. I'm going to tip Melbourne, but not with much confidence because, I mean, who cares, really? <laughs> Giants by 25. Oh, Mr. Fucking Arrogant over there. I mean, yeah, it's Giants just... Giants for me too. Darkin Giants will win. Collingwood, Adelaide. Look, Collingwood only beat Brisbane, really. I think the Crows to come over after last week and rolling the Premiership favourites should probably win this comfortably. Adelaide definitely are playing well. Does that mean they'll win? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Well, this one's at um, Etihad, and I yeah. think yeah, that really favours the Crows, and we'll probably get a, a small crowd because um, the Pies fans do not like making the trek to Etihad. So, yeah, well, Crows... It's, it's, it's like fucking five minutes across town. They don't like going there. Yeah, but um, when you don't have a car, because the Centrelink allowance isn't enough to and buy the, one. And there's it's like a fucking hour long walk. Cameras. Yeah, well, oh, you yeah, can bludge off the tram. Well, okay, teachers all about the tram this week. Crows will win pretty easily. Yeah, I'm going with the Crows with this one. Yep, Crowbots still in. Tax Walker to kick six. Yep, Crows for me too. Gold Coast and Kilda, this is a night game at Metricon, so I'm not sure that... I don't know how that makes a difference to the... How do the Suns play at night in Gold Coast? Is teach? Rewalt playing? Yes. Well, I'm off, I'm off the fucking bus. You can get fucks at Kilda, at Suns. <laughs> if the weather's dry-ish, we stand a chance. If it's anywhere hot, humid, or moist, we're fucked, so... Gold Coast by 30. If the Suns don't win this, crisis mode. Oh, yeah. So on that basis, I, I, I think I'd, they'll win. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see them melt fucking down. If, but if, I still think they're going to win. If Gold Coast lose this, then Rodney Ead will be the next Malcolm Blight to be sort of sacked after 13 games. <laughs> Ironic since Malcolm Blight's at the Suns. Yes. yes. And there's the former so. coaches and Kilder when it happens. Spooky coincidence. Did anyone hear it interesting that um, Bomber Thompson actually came out and apparently was disappointed to get the Suns job because of coke rumours about him. Yeah, yeah. Everyone said that he was taking drugs. Yeah. yeah. And well, so he would have fit right in, wouldn't he? He didn't get a look in. Yeah. I would have thought that picking Thompson over Ede would have been a piss-easy decision. Unless you thought Bomber didn't give enough shits. All the players didn't want their girlfriends to stray. That's another possibility. <laughs> Bomber's coming back to Geelong. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, because Scott's getting the ass next month after you guys go 0-8. and eight. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> exactly. Fucking... Right. He'll last longer than his brother at North, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, because they can't pay out his contract. Oh, of course. Maybe JB can coach him or something. Boomer Harvey playing coach. <laughs> he would do that for an extra five grand. He's got that kind of character, don't you reckon? Oh. Boomer Harvey would coach him for an extra five oh, player yeah. coach for five grand on top of his player payments. Or a car. Like, he'd take the extra burden on for the little extra cash. He'd do it for free just to spend more time away from his wife. I was going to say, his wife doesn't... His wife would cost a lot of money to feed, so Boomer does need the money. <laughs> Well, she's over at my house every second week, so... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd fucking laugh at that. Yeah, she's alternating every other week with Tanya Hurd. I thought that was more creepy than funny. (laughs) And Cranberry's sister. (laughs) Oh, what a dog. (laughs) Gold Coast Security, did we all tip? Uh, Uh, I didn't, but Suns by like five points. I think the Suns could wait off. Suns. 
they'll bounce back. Yeah, Gold Coast. Um, and no revolt, probably. Pufferfish versus Colas. Porter be looking to bounce back, but with the bay covers there and the no, no crowd, you know, I think the Swans could really tear them apart. No, I'm going to go for Port on this one. Yeah, Port in a close one. Port by 10 points. Well, yeah, I think Port will bounce back, but, geez, I'm not optimistic. I think Sydney, because the teams tend to have that bit of a struggle when they come back from Perth. That's true. There wasn't a lot of talk about it, but um, like Franklin played right, but Tippett played well, and having both of them going is going to be tough to stop. It's, it's like a good Port thing those Crows and... fans will be there to bring him down then. Geelong <laughs> 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 versus Fremantle, no Ryan Crowley, so... Frio. Yeah, no, Frio. Bye Frio, bye. Frio. At least the Geelong players aren't going to get suspended this time. What a shame, though, that none of them are good enough that it matters. We are fucking shit. Free bed. Yeah, Frio should beat you pretty comfortably. Unless the umpires get you over the line like last year. Honestly, this is the easiest yeah. game of the round of tips so far. Frio will win this. Oh, I thought West Coast yeah, was easier, but okay. Well, yeah, sorry, except that. Frio by yeah. plenty. Frio. Frio, Frio just, yeah, Frio easily. Yeah. We'll go through this one next one quickly because... Who cares? Essendon Hawthorne. <laughs> no, 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 Teach. Who cares? He's already said it. Who cares? Okay? Yeah, well, fucking Hawthorne, of course. Mm. Hawthorne. I think Hawthorne will win by 20 goals. <laughs> so after having a five-goal lead at three-quarter time, yeah? Uh, yeah, something like that. I'm going Hawthorne by 30 points. Let's get the tips out nice and quickly because, as Penal said, some games aren't important. Hawks. Well, I mean, this, this this game shouldn't be played for four points because Essendon shouldn't be in the top because they're a pack of cheats. So, uh, you know, I, I'd say in the Just you wait things, till your this, half your team gets life bans under the new policy. This, this game is a fairly unimportant one in the scheme of things because they're a shit team. They're not a contender. So it's just a chalk up an easy 20-goal win to the Hawks and move on. I agree with you. Uh, Starburns. It's not an important game. Hadouken hasn't tipped noticeably. Anyone else not? Well, I, I have a theory about this. That you know the current ructions that are being caused by Hawthorne's president with all these calls for drug bans is going to put kind of put the mental pressure on those Hawk players, whoever that. The same kind of pressure that maybe Essendon players have been experiencing over the last couple of years, and I think they might crumble a little bit under that pressure. But you played your best three quarters in two years after it disappeared. Exactly, and we'll get another three. I reckon at least three quarters in which we'll win pretty easily. Essendon to win by about two points in the end as you know, Hodge, Hodge lines up to right. the winning goal after the siren and then gets the shakes because he hasn't had anything in a few days. <laughs> On the full. I'm not biting. Get fucked. Oh, talk. <laughs> I was silent while you had your little moment and now I'm having mine. You see, I'm fair like that. Yeah. Last game of the round, North versus the Bryans. At Eddie had. At Eddie had. Do we know what the, what's going to happen with the roof yet? Have they decided? <laughs> now, what's the forecast? Is it rain or not? Rockless not playing, so Brisbane's going to be more effective. Well, the bandwagon it took a massive blow to the back axle last week, but I'm sticking with it and uh, North to win. Surely they won't drop this one. Like losing to Adelaide in Adelaide, understandable. Perhaps not in the manner that they did, but I mean, if they lose this one, they're sort of bound for the bottom four. This reminds me of last North Melbourne of last year, because remember they went through that patch where, oh, they're playing someone shit, so they'll lose. Um, or they're playing someone really good, so they'll win. Do we have that North back now? I hope so. And are yeah, they shit or bad? You know? I think that, yeah, your point about Rockcliffe not being there is a huge one, and I think that'll be enough. Brisbane will play more direct football on the, at Etihad. 
side and Andrew Swallow will not step up with the leadership and the bandwagon oh, the yeah, bandwagon true. will be dead forever after this game because Brisbane will beat them. And yep. Jared Waite will still get picked. So yeah, no Brisbane. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben Brown and Ben Brown, yeah, uh, sit in the VFL. Ben Brown won't play, just stupid. But... Yeah, Brisbane will What is, what, what does Mad Jack have to do to get a game? Couldn't be worse than Waite. <laughs> get out of jail, probably. <laughs> Anyone else not tipped? Yeah, I'm going to uh, yeah, Kangaroo, sorry. Sorry, Cookie. I'm going to go for Brisbane to win in a comedic fashion due to North Melbourne choking with Jared Waite kicking one goal five. Is that everyone? <laughs> I think so. Teach? Yeah, well, I went yeah. first. I mean, I can't believe that you you haven't been on to me for going last. Oh, no, no well, we weren't even going to make it. That's only for Geelong games, big, right? Big improvement. And it just shows how much Geelong have shattered you that you can't tip last anymore. You just, just want to get your tips out of the way because you're, you're just, just so angry. You're not even angry. Well, I think because everyone jumped in and said Frio straight away. Yeah, no, it's Frio. Geelong. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did right. Geelong are fucking shit and I'm fucking angry as. Anyway, we'll wrap that up. This was the Vlogcast for round two. Starburns joined by Penal. Toodaloo. Bender. Cheers, guys. Hadouken. Au revoir. Cookson. Off Peter saying. And Teach. Bye for now. Thanks for listening, and yeah, we'll, we'll see you all next week.